Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And we will do so with none other than Brady Quinn. Yeah, buddy. I, I got to tell you, last night I had one of those moments. You know, Have you had one of those moments when you're watching a sports event and, and it just it, it kind of you start to tear up a little bit, start to get a little bit of emotional? I don't know if you saw the national anthem for the Islanders Bruins game. But something about before, just watching it, you know, my wife's obviously there. She's a former Olympian, or actually, I, I think they, they like, get upset if you ever call them a former Olympian. They're like, once an Olympian, always an Olympian. So whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she's very patriotic. And we're watching it, and the entire arena is singing. And I can't remember the young lady who was actually singing the national anthem. But at one point, she just put down the mic and she just put it out there to the crowd like like you're at a concert. That's awesome. And That's everyone awesome. was singing along and it was loud, it was awesome. I was just like this is what we need. We need we need more of this kind of energy, this kind of stuff going on in this country. But yeah, yeah. either way, it was it was a cool moment. Well, why, like why are those not more of the stories you hear about instead of some guy throwing uh, you know a, a bag of funyuns on some player walking off the floor? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. It's just weird. Yeah, dumping his yogurt out on, yeah. on the manager, you know, across it, the way. It's yeah. just like, what, like, what are we doing here? Like, everybody wanted to make a big spectacle of, uh, you know, the Mexico-U.S. game. It's like, oh, they they were throwing objects onto the field. No, they were throwing half-empty beer cups that were plastic. All right, but instead, we got a great story to where you got someone singing the national anthem. People are patriotic about it. Uh, the Islanders go on to blow out the Boston Bruins. They continue yeah. to make yeah. a run. Like, we need stories like that that need to be uh, highlighted. Brady Quinn. I'm all yeah, in. My in-laws from Boston are probably buried some bodies last night. That, that was that was most likely what happened, <laughs> given their um their their you know fandom of, of all Boston sports. Which and by the way, they don't understand. Actually, I think her parents do. I don't think my wife does. How lucky they have been with Boston sports. Oh, between, it's disgusting. Oh it's my disgusting. gosh. I mean, the Patriots, yeah. the Red Sox breaking their curse over the past yeah. of a couple of decades, but their success, the Celtics, the Bruins. It's it goes on and on, and I'm like. 
yeah, you guys really can't complain about anything. Like, just because you had a down year, that that's that's. Uh, try talking to someone who's from Cleveland, okay? Yeah, no, I, I was, yeah, that's a very that's a good point. Now, here's here's what I, I would ask you: When the Browns, if and when the Browns finally do win a Super Bowl, say they go on a run, I'm going streaking. Okay, well, I mean that's fine. Um, yeah. I, and and I'll do it too. I mean, like whatever. Like you go, we go. We're like Thelma and Louise uh, off the cliff together. Uh, Brady Quinn and myself. But the the reason I ask that: Are you going to feel a little bit of resentment if the Browns have a, have a run and start winning titles? There's going to be some young Browns fans that will only know success. They're only right. going to know right. what it was like when the organization was good, and they'll have no reference point to. Hey, man, we, we went through some real struggles. We were one in thirty. One, but don't worry about it. It wasn't Hugh Jackson's fault. It was everybody else's fault. Don't worry about it. Uh, I, point the finger, never the thumb, uh, the Hugh Jackson motto. Uh, but you went through some real lean times. And there's going to be Browns fans at some point or another. It has to go the other way for them. At some point or another, they're never going to know that struggle. And I just wonder if you're going to be resentful to that. Because I would be. Letting you know that right now. I'd I won't be, be resentful to it. Uh, I, I've actually, I mean, I kind of experienced it, right? I mean, when you come from college having success and you come in your rookie season and we went 10 and 6 that year, I'm like, all right, like th- this is similar to what I've been accustomed to experiencing at Notre Dame. You're having success. We're on the right track record. You really don't know any different. And I remember being like, in, like you know, at that point I was a backup, but being in tight games and watching it and being like hopeful and optimistic and I'm looking around and I remember talking to people within the organization like after the game on the sidelines they're like no you don't understand that usually never goes our way like that the ball never bounces our way we never get the call someone gets hurt something happens like there was always this sense of and I, you could feel it in the stadium you could sense that the fan base was waiting for that next mistake to happen like that next horrible thing that they would go and lament about for the rest of the year or at least the rest of the next week until it happens again to talk about. And, and I remember going 10 and 6 and thinking, oh, pff, you know, NFL, it's not so bad. And then literally the rest of my career, I wasn't a part of a team that had a winning record. I mean, we, we, we were 8 and 8 with the Broncos, won on a tiebreaker to go into the playoffs, which was the weirdest feeling ever considering so we so we run off the field but then because Oakland loses at home and then via the tie-breaking strategy we win at 500 and we just lost our last three games they're like no come back out in the field we won the AFC West we're like this feels weird (laughs) it feels like an accomplishment but it's it's hard to feel that way considering how bad we played the last three games and the fact that we just got beat in our own home stadium, like to finish the year, like there's not a lot of good mojo going on right now. Uh, by the way, the um, um, this is how if, if somebody asks you ever, like, hey, so how bad were the Browns during that uh, you know 2017, 18, whatever that time period was, 2016 time? So how bad were the Browns? They were so bad that when they did finally win a game. Bud Light fridges automatically opened around the country at certain locations. That's how bad the Cleveland Browns were. You remember that? When the Browns finally won a game, Bud Light fridges were unlocked automatically somehow through a Wi-Fi connection, uh, and and beers came out for free. That is how bad the Cleveland Browns were. But things look up for the Cleveland Browns, and it appears that there's a lot of people who would never have to know that struggle and that pain, and that's a shame. That that really is a shame uh, because there's nothing I like more than to see a fan base struggle because it gives us an opportunity to poke fun at it. Um, I think I read a story about, like, a, a guy passing out in one of those coolers. Like, they were a bit concerned for his well-being. Uh, but he, once that thing opened, he enjoyed himself. And then he just well, passed out inside of it. Well, I mean, listen, uh, you know, I mean, there's there are some people that believe in uh, freezing bodies. Uh, if you want to preserve uh, life, uh, there's, uh, you know, there's been some stories out there. I believe uh, Ted Williams, the baseball player, his head was frozen by his family. Uh, you could check that up. Go to uh, somewhere in Scottsdale, Arizona. Ted uh, Williams' head is frozen, and his family was fighting. Well, over cryogenics, which if you want to go down Whatever. this wormhole, I am all about. Yeah, okay, because here's don't. the thought process there. I, right? I, if I really if you really don't. want to go down this, uh, I really don't. I, I don't. I don't well, want to see Ted Williams pine tar next to my fish sticks all right i'm good i have no interest in <laughs> i have no this. idea what that means i'm okay. just saying this they are they're imagining down the road like hundreds of years down the road that we'll probably be able to bring him back 
with some tor- you know, type of cyborg body, but his head will still be on there. He'll still have all his memories and all that. And so why not? Why not freeze his body or his, his head in this case? Most people, who is it, Walt Disney? Isn't he cryogenically frozen? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It, the whole thing weirds me out. It really weirds me out. I think out. it's kind of fascinating because I, I, like, they're betting on science and technology in the future getting to the point where like they can bring them back. Although I do wonder if like the immediate shock value of where our world's at at that point in time, like, who knows if we're even on this planet? Like, that's the other thing is, is there a clause in there? Are they taking their their little tube with them to Mars if everyone's moving to Mars or living in space? I mean, I've got, I've got I mean, a lot of questions about like, it. But. Like, like here's, here's the part that weirds me out the most about it. Just the thought of, um, hey, can I get you anything? Uh, yeah, we have any more of those ice cream bars left? Yeah, no problem. Let me grab you one. Damn it. And what happened? Nothing. Uh, Grandpa's trachea fell out. It's like, what, what are we doing here? Like, we're freezing body parts what for what? What do you mean what? fell out? You think anything's falling apart? It's frozen. It had to I, thaw out if we're not taking any chances. Off. All right, I'm not taking any chances. I'll let you know yeah. that right now. You, you uh, need to look into this more. I, I think we might need to cryogenically freeze you I, just in I'm case. Not. Just in case, sports talk radio. Yeah. might cease to exist. You could bring it back yeah, like 300 definitely. years from now. Yeah, that's, that's what my body type needs, more freezing temperatures. Uh, all right, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's have a discussion here, if we can, about um, somebody who, I mean, look, he's got wants and needs. All right, this somebody has wants and needs. And according to Kareem Jackson of the Denver Broncos, uh, this is via the uh, Catch and Fades podcast, uh, Kareem Jackson uh, – uh, was talking about Deshaun Watson, and according to Kareem, who's a good friend of Deshaun Watson's, Deshaun Watson has himself a preference when it comes to his next team. Take a listen. I got a great relationship with Deshaun. I've been talking to him the last couple of weeks, man, and all he's been telling me is like, look, Jack, just tell him, like, like he like, that's where I want to be. He, he like, man, listen, that's why, I, he like, I want to be in Denver. All right, so there it is. Uh, Deshaun Watson wants to be a Denver Bronco, Brady Quinn. So, I mean, I guess we're all good here. See you later, Houston. Uh, Deshaun is on his way to the Denver Broncos. Congratulations, Denver. If only there weren't this gigantic hurdle of 22, all right, separate massage therapists who have uh, filed lawsuits, civil lawsuits for the most part. I believe there was one criminal suit. I'm not sure where we're at on that one. Um, but there have been 20-plus civil lawsuits filed uh, claiming misconduct, um, sexual allegations, and, and orientation. So that might be standing in their way. And, and this is how this is going to work. For any team that looks to trade for Deshaun Watson, and yes, trade, I don't believe the Houston Texans are going to release him. No. Even though – they would have cause and they would be able to, you know, get out from underneath the contract because of his conduct off the field. You know, the, under the player conduct policy, when you have an issue like this, it voids your guarantees. So I'm sure if they wanted to move on, cut them, you know, cut bait and go their separate ways, they could. But I think they want to see how this whole thing plays out first. But let's just say, for example, they do want to trade him. They're done with him. He's done with them. Okay. If Denver's that team, Ownership has to come into play. And that's where things get a little bit complicated. Pat Bowen, rest in peace. He, he's, he's moved on a tremendous owner. Uh, I was there in Denver for a couple of years. Uh, and and you know, it, was a, it was an unbelievable organization. It was, a little, um, uh, it, was, it was a little difficult at that point. I think they're going through a transition. Josh got fired. John Fox came in. But they started to kind of you know, tick, you know, get back up on the upswing. But the reality is now it's been passed down, I believe, to Brittany Bullen, his daughter. But it's been a little bit of a, of a messy ordeal, and, and she's obviously new to this. So it's also going to take you know, her perspective, her thoughts, and, and checking off on all this as to whether or not they want to bring in a guy like this, which even if, even if he settles, you know, settling these lawsuits doesn't necessarily mean that he's not potentially guilty of all this. It just means that that's how the victims or alleged victims in this case, that's how that they would want to, uh, you know, appease whatever took place or make them happy with this entire process. So they would have to be able to take that on and trade for him or sign him knowing that 
there's the potential that there is still some wrongdoing. There's still the potential the NFL could do something. Yeah. So as much as he wants to go to Denver, which, by the way, where else is he going to go? I'm not sure there's another quarterback situation where teams are welcoming him with open arms. Uh, as much as he wants to go there, there's got to be more of a desire and want from Denver at this point. And there's still some things that need to be sorted out before it can even happen. And why, why the hell would the Houston Texans cooperate with him at this point? Like, why would, they, why would the Houston Texans say, you know what? We hear you. Let's go ahead and let's get you to wherever you want to be. Let's go. Man, if I'm the Houston Texans, I, I, I am no longer worried about my relationship and where it's at with Deshaun Watson. If I'm moving on from him, my whole goal is we're going to get the most we possibly can and what's best for our organization. If that means we trade him to Thailand, if that means we trade him to the CIA, FL, like whatever the case may be, we're going to get what's best for us. All he's done is throw the organization under the bus for months and months and months and then put them in an awful spot because of conduct off the field. So why the hell, if I'm the Houston Texans, would I even acquiesce anything to Deshaun Watson? Like, I don't want to hear anything about what your demands are and where you want to go and where you want to end up. This is about our organization trying to move forward. If you don't want to be a part of it, and if you still don't want to be a part of it, tough. you're going where we send you because we're going where we're going to get the most in return. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think the hard thing is, is again, who's going to trade for him? I think Miami's moving Gosh. on this year with Tua. I think the Patriots are, are past any sort of uh, – and maybe, maybe I'm wrong with that, right? With yeah. Cam Newton being hurt. Not, not you know, sure that Mac would Jones be the uh, – struggled a bit. That would be the best place for him with, you know, the Bob Kraft and all the other – Right, you know, right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not going to go down that road. I, I don't want to either. But, Listen, uh, yeah, I, I, let's just say they're probably out uh, on, on Deshaun Watson, at least at this point. Um, and so that leads like the Washington football team, given the dynamics around that organization, some of the things they are Not battling happening. in that regard, and Not that happening. ain't happening. No. And so you've got Denver and you've got Las Vegas, who reportedly had interest. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't. By the way, Derek Carr, who I think is one of only like three quarterbacks in the past, is it two or three seasons, who's had like a seventy percent completion percentage, over four thousand yards, and like ten or less interceptions. I mean, he's played. It's him. It's him, Mahomes, and Rodgers. He's played so much better than people want to give him credit. So I'm not even so sure that they would be sold in on that idea. Yeah, I, I just I, I think that there's so much that's going to have to happen for this to even be a real discussion. Um, but we do have somebody who can uh, speak on the topic uh, who will be joining us next here. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. So as we said, we are going to have our NFL insider join you next with the latest on this Deshaun Watson discussion and also – is the momentum starting to go in the way of Aaron Rodgers leaving the Green Bay Packers? We'll have the latest on that for you next here. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Outkick the Coverage here at Fox Sports Radio. This, this is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trick of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestine test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Coming up later on this hour here on FSR, uh, we've got uh, some comments from somebody in the NFL that I think Brady would like to uh, dive into a little bit. There's a, uh, well, you know, there there is a wide receiver who just can't seem to let it go. Just yeah. can't seem to let yeah. it go. I mean, look, just I'm all for to... motivation. It's just, then it gets to a point where you say things and you go, well, that was dumb. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's an example. Uh, yeah. To actually combat what you just said. Oh, man. Uh, but we will uh, get to that later on. Right now, we must get to the man of the hour. He is Albert Breer of the MMQB.com. Uh, uh, he writes for SI. Always does a great job. Always kind enough to join us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Albert, Jonas, and Brady Quinn, how are you? I'm good. How you guys doing? Good. Doing well, uh, just, yeah. We were just uh, discussing, well... I don't even want to tell you what Brady brought us into to start the show. Like, we're talking about, like, you know, freezing human beings and all this stuff. No, it, no, it no. Doesn't you matter. brought that up. I was <laughs> talking about the national anthem last right. night before the Bruins and Islanders game, which was awesome. So that was what I brought yep. up. But. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would just like to point this out that um, we also talked about the Deshaun Watson situation. Kareem Jackson uh, came out and said, I've talked to Deshaun. He wants to be a member of the Denver Broncos. He's really interested. And so we were just sort of throwing around, like, like, what options does he really have? Like, what teams are out there that would be willing to take a swing on a Deshaun Watson at this point based on his situation? Are, are, have you heard that there are still ongoing discussions, or where do we stand on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes? Yeah, I mean, I think we need some level of clarity. Um, legally, with from the league, um, before – this moves forward. And, you know, one of the reasons why is because it doesn't make sense for the Texans right now to move him. Um, and, and the reason why that doesn't make sense for the Texans to move him is because they're, they'd be very much selling low right now. Um, I do think that, you know, eventually there's going to come a time when they do trade him. Um, and, you know, I think it's probably going to come before he plays in another NFL game. So, um, you know, I, I think that you know, there, there are certainly teams out there that are monitoring this situation. Thing is, guys, I, like if you're the Texans right now and you try to put them out on the market, there are going to be a lot of teams where it's just going to be a non-starter. Like your their, their owners aren't going to let them, you know, make a move for a player that's facing the sort of things legally that Deshaun Watson's facing. Now, once we get some clarity from the legal system, um, you know, whether he settles the cases or not. 
once the league weighs in on this and we figure out how the league's going to handle it, um, you know, going into the 2021 season, if we get legal clarity before then, then you'd think the floodgates would open and there'd be more teams that'd be interested, more, you know, GMs and coaches would be able to get their owners to sign off on it. You know, but as it stands right now, you know, the Texans are sitting on a 25 year old franchise quarterback who has been severely devalued by what's going on in his life. And so, you know, for the Texans, you know, like, while I do think that they've moved a little bit on that and are, you know, way more amenable to the idea of moving him than they were, you know, five, six months ago, um, I, I just don't think it makes sense for them to, to go through with a trade until they can get a real return for him. And I'm not sure that they can get the sort of return for him they'd want um, given everything that's going on. Yeah, I'm not sure they ever will be able to at this point, but – let me ask yeah. you this. Why is the NFL dragging their feet in making a decision to at least put them on the exempt list? Because if this was five, six, seven years ago, I feel like you already would have been on the, the list at this point. You already would have been on the yep. exempt list, and they would have been moving forward with the investigation. Why are they dragging their feet? Well, they are investigating it, Brady. I, I think that the, the simple answer to your question is the NFL really doesn't do anything until they have to. And there hasn't been anything mandatory. All of this stuff so far has been, you know, voluntary. The but Texans that's not – hold on, Albert. Oh, Albert, hold on. Yeah. That's not true. The NFL would see a video or something would become public, and then they would throw the guy on the exempt list and then start an investigation. Oh, well, yeah. Time. I agree with you on that. Like, you know, so, like, say there's something that creates a PR crisis for the league, I'm with you. Like, if the league felt like there's something out there that's making us look bad, we have to do something, we have to act, then yeah. At this point, I, you know, I think that the situation has sort of been status quo for a while, and I, that's why I just don't think the league is going to move on it until they have to, and the Texans haven't had anything that's mandatory to this point. Everything's been voluntary. The Texans canceled their mandatory minicamp, so that means we're not getting anything that's going to be mandatory until it started training camp. At that point, I think the NFL has to make a decision because you know then, they, then, then you've got a team and the Texans on it, in a position where if Deshaun doesn't show up, and I wouldn't expect him to show up, they got to start finding him. And I don't think the NFL wants the circus of Deshaun Watson showing up, you know, while all this is still going on legally. So that's when I think they have to make a decision, and they have to do something. And maybe that's when they put him on the commissioner's exempt list. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I feel like, and I can't, I'm, I'm racking my brain now, but there was a situation similar to this a, a year or two ago where this same question came up. And I, and I can remember going to the league office and asking them about this. And the answer I got back was, well, we don't make those sorts of moves in the off season." And I asked why, and they said, well, because we really don't have to. And so, you know, I think that that's, that, that's basically the short answer to the question, is that they're not moving right now because they don't have to. Uh, he's Albert Breer, the MMQB.com NFL Insider, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn with you here on Outkick the Coverage. Um, so, I mean, the question you're going to continue to get asked about. And, look, Julio Jones is gone. Uh, so now there's one man remaining in the Royal Rumble of will they get traded this offseason, and it's Aaron Rodgers. So I, I'm sure you're uh, buckled up, ready to answer, uh, ask this question every single day you do an interview here on radio. But the Aaron Rodgers situation, do we have any sort of clarity? Do we know uh, well, when he's going to be returning to camp? Uh, do you get the sense that maybe Matt LaFleur knows when he'll, when he'll show up? Like, where do we stand on the Rodgers front? Yeah, I don't think anybody knows. And, and really, that's because this is all, like, kind of ties to the whims of one guy, you know. And, and, I, and I think, you know, the way Aaron's going to handle this over the next two or three months is wildly unpredictable. So, um, you know, it's, it's a different situation in this way. And um, you know, the, the, the best example I can give anybody right now is, is comparing this to the Julio situation. And that the Julio situation, you know, for as up and down and you know, as many different twists and turns as there were over the last, you know, three or four months in the Julio situation, it was still pretty standard in that um, teams that were looking into it, um, even the ones that had very mild interest in Julio, like if you talk to them, they had an idea of what was going on, right? Like, so, and that's the way it works in the NFL is like when a guy's in the trade block, teams that are interested, you know, it, it behooves them to figure out like what the landscape is. Albert, I wanted to ask you this. Um, 
you obviously being an Ohio State alum, you're very familiar with Justin Fields' time in Columbus and just his performance there as a Buckeye. And now we're seeing all these videos come out of training camp and it's him against Andy Dalton and people are raving about how they look in comparison to each other and how good Justin Fields looks. How surprised were you during the draft process to see so many people I don't know if out is the right word, but down on Justin Fields based on his time at Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty surprised, to be honest with you, just because, you know, I, I he he was on so many big stages, um, and Brady can attest to this because he was in the stadium, you know, on some of those occasions. But, I mean, in, in over the 2019-2020 season, you saw him in so many high-leverage situations. Um, you know, you saw toughness, you saw competitiveness, you saw physical ability, um, you know, and then I think one thing that really sort of, you know, stuck out to me was what the people in the Ohio State program would say about him um, and like how, and I'll give you guys this, like I I can remember when some of the criticism started to mount, you know, in March and April, the calls I was getting um, from people in Columbus, uh, you know, in that program and how defensive they were about it. And it's interesting because, you know, when Dwayne Haskins, when Dwayne Haskins was in the draft in 19 and, and he was criticized, you didn't hear the same level of defensiveness. You didn't hear, like, people just kind of rushing to, 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 to get his back the same way. Um, it's, you know, I, I know how well, how well thought of he was, you know, in that program. And um, so it was surprising to me to hear the level of criticism, you know, he took and that you kind of kept hearing this narrative that a lot of people in that program were very, very aggressive in fighting. So uh, is he perfect? No. Um, and Brady's probably more qualified to go through, like, the stuff about the football stuff than I am. But, um, you know, he does need to play more. And I think Ryan Day would say that, you know, like, that he just needs to he needs more snaps and um, you know, that's normal for a quarterback his age, but the potential is um, off the charts. And just you know, from a football character standpoint, you know, I, I don't think you need to be a scout or a coach or a former quarterback to see the toughness and competitiveness that he displayed the last two years. So I was surprised that he slipped to the 11th pick. And um, you know, I think he's got a good shot to be a really good player you know, with the Bears, um, provided they you know, create the right environment for him there, which is always a big question for any rookie quarterback. No, well said. And I think perseverance too, right? Like some of those games yeah. where he struggled, people tend to forget they still won. <laughs> like, like yeah. they're acting, they're acting like their season just went to the wayside because <laughs> he played bad. Like they still won the game. He still figured it out at the end. Uh, I, I want to transition to talking about uh, just the Julio Jones trade. Were you surprised in the end, Albert, by the compensation that ended up being? Because it seems like DeAndre Hopkins is, given that he was also traded for a second-round pick. Why is it hard for these guys to wrap their head around where they're at at their age, even as good as they yeah. have been over the past decade? Well, I think you hit the right word there, Brady, is age. Um, you know, and I went and looked at this, actually, and you know, there's been a little bit of a boom in, 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 in blockbuster trades the last few years, and so... You know, I went back over the last four years. There have been 11 players um, who were traded for a first-round pick, 11 non-quarterbacks traded for a first-round pick. Um, the oldest one was 27 years old. So every single one of them, all 11, were 27 or younger. Julio's 32. So I went back a, uh, five I went back five years before that, and the oldest player I could find you know, in that period that was a non-quarterback traded for a first-round pick was 28 years old. That was Jimmy Graham. So I kind of kept looking back and looking back, and I, I can't find a non-quarterback who was over 30 years old and traded for a first-round pick in NFL history. It just doesn't happen. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. It's just the way the NFL has always operated. And, you know, I think even, you know, in the last, you know, 11 years since the 2011 CBA changed the way rookies are paid, um, that shifted the dynamic, too, in that, you know, you have, you know, five years of cost control on a core player, um, with a first-round pick, a guy you expect to be a core player. Um, you know, and so teams are weighing that versus what do you get with Julio Jones? Well, maybe, maybe two years, and it's more expensive than a first-round pick would be. So, you know, I think that that's sort of the piece of it that everybody misses. It's, and, and I hate going through this because it sounds like I'm bashing a guy who's clearly a Hall of Famer and, and, and one of the greatest receivers of his era. But 
I mean, you add the age to the injury history. He's managed the foot over the course of his career. Um, he's got knee issues. A hamstring took him out for half of the year last year. He can't practice every day, which is an issue for some coaches. I mean, I think you add it all up, and you can see why a lot of teams had kind of one toe but not you know, both feet in the pool when it came to Julio Jones. Like They were interested in it, but they were only interested in it to a point because – you know, they felt like there's probably a year or two left at the level that he's at, and then after that, you know, you're looking at, at, at a different sort of player. And, you know, even as it stands right now, he has to be managed a certain way. So I like it for the Titans because of where they're at, and they've got so many guys that are right there smacking the prime of their careers. Guys like, you know, Taylor Luan coming off the injury, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, Kevin Byard, um, guys that don't maybe – guys that are like, you know – Maybe the guys have two or three years left, that core group with Tennessee. But I can also see why, you know, trading for Julio Jones didn't make sense for everybody, great as he's been as a player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Albert, I'll, I'll, can I ask you one more real quick? I mean, we were trying to settle yep. debate earlier in the show. Uh, Jonas kind of teased it. Uh, cryogenically freezing people. Would you be someone who would opt for oh, that? Jesus, man. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> hey, hey, Albert, listen, I'm trying to be you a know, professional when you, when broadcaster. You guys, when, you got, when, when you guys brought that up, I actually thought, like I, that was the big controversy with Ted Williams. If I yes, right. thank right. you, thank yep. you. Right. Yes, yeah. is it controversial yeah. or is it more of like maybe it's brilliant? Maybe he's going to be around, you know, two thousand years from now. Yeah, yeah. Didn't that happen in the Simpsons? Too? Am I wrong about that? Did that happen in the Simpsons? Did Mister Burns get frozen or something? I think I think like, I think there was an episode. I, I think you guys have looked this up, but I think there was an episode where Mister Burns wanted to be frozen, so you come back and be everybody's boss like 20 years later or something. Look that up. I think I have that right. Uh, Wait, you didn't answer the question. Are you out on being cryogenically frozen? Are you out on that idea? I don't need to be frozen. I don't want to be anybody's guinea pig. Now, if it works, maybe we have something to talk about, but I don't want to be anybody's guinea pig. Well, listen, uh, I think we need an update to Albert Breer's Twitter bio, a senior NFL reporter, lead content strategist for the MMQB.com, uh, also um, expert on cartoon show cryogenics or whatever they call it uh, uh, when it comes to freezing human beings. Uh, Albert Breer, Albert, we appreciate it. Thanks so much as always, man. Uh, have a great rest of the day and a great weekend. Thanks, Albert. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That's awesome. Uh, get him on Twitter again, at Albert Breer. Uh, always good stuff there uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. I mean, listen. You know, you, know, you know what we didn't get, neither one of us, on that interview? What's that, a great question? Never said great question. No, yeah. we got to do a better yeah. job. I, I mean, know. I was just thinking but, about that. I was like, we're, we're not – so if, just for people so people know, uh, we're not used to having guests because we do <laughs> we do Sunday nights and nobody wants to come on with us. Uh, and, and you just heard That's why. Techni- technically not true, okay? We have no problem – throwing out the phone line and playing games with our drunk guests it's just people who are like in the media realm that yeah. are professional they don't want to come on with no, us, no. It, it's not even uh, no it just not, not even people not do. even having it yeah of course i mean yeah. but but anybody drinking at this time of day i, I want no part of uh, i i don't want to lose my job because some guy uh, has got a brown bag of steel reserve uh, and something from a, a breakfast drive through menu and and he's uh, cruising around town not interested <laughs> not interested uh, all right brady quinn jonas knox here on fox sports radio uh, coming up next there's somebody in the nfl who's extremely bitter at some point you gotta let it go dude uh we will get into that here it's outkick the coverage fox sports radio this is outkick the coverage hey i'm doug gottlieb the podcast is called all ball we usually talk all basketball all the time but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be the San Francisco 49ers, Brady Quinn, uh, they have said that's a wrap. Uh, that is a wrap on minicamp. Uh, we are good here. Uh, we do not need uh, any more of this. Uh, Kyle Shanahan announced that. Uh, he said, uh, we're all good here. Now, this is after they suffered uh, a couple of uh, injuries. Uh, Justin Skull, uh, or School, rather, who's the offensive lineman, uh, he suffered a torn ACL. Uh, also, uh, Tarvarius Moore, uh, who's a safety, a defensive back, he suffered an injury as well, too, most likely season-ending. Yeah, we know what they went, yeah, yeah. We, we, we know what they went through last year, obviously, with the injuries. They were ravaged more so than probably anybody in the NFL. But Kyle Shanahan has said, we're good here. We, we don't need any, any more of this. And you seem to think, uh, and, and you pointed out, that this is not that abnormal. And Kyle Shanahan kind of indicated that when he made the decision. Yeah, look, other teams have done this in previous offseasons. I remember when I was with the Seattle Seahawks in 2013, they had been in the past – they had actually been docked practices because of the physical nature in which we practiced with, with OTAs. And I will say this, 
it was we talked about earlier the competitive environment that Pete Carroll created there. It was very different than any other organization that I went to after that. I mean, I, I remember those practices, you know, felt like and, and again, I, I didn't end up playing with them that season. They released me last cuts in the end of August. But we were together in the preseason, and we beat the do- the doors off everyone. You know, we played that preseason because of how we practiced. And I remember even even then, you know, we had got in. I think you're allowed ten OTAs, or at least you were back then. We had got an eight or nine, and the last one's like, no, you're good. Like I, I feel good enough about where we're at. You're good. You don't need to do an extra one. Even mini camp, I think, was cut down a little bit. It's usually you know usually three days. I think we only ended up doing two, and it's in, in part because he felt like, look, we've gotten the work we've we've wanted to get in. We feel like we're at a good spot. There's no reason in, in risking potentially an injury or even just us getting docked in the future for someone calling in a, another competitive practice or something like that. So uh, I, I remember being a part of that. You know, that team. There was other teams too, where like the last day of OTAs would end up being something more fun for the players. Um, or, or even you know something with mini camp would be more fun for the players. Usually that happens that this time of year in the off season, but this year in particular, because of the way the NFLPA has handled things and talking to players about not showing up, you got to think if you've got a good turnout to begin with, like eighty plus players, you're already ahead of the able. Like you're yeah. already ahead of a lot of other teams out there that don't have their entire team, that don't have some of their starting players practicing for OTAs, let alone minicamp. So I think Kyle Shanahan felt like they're in a good point. They got in what they needed to get in, and why not give these guys a break and allow them a chance to decompress and come back ready for training camp. Now, he did say that his plan was to take them bowling the last day. Now, now I, I don't know if you're much of a bowler. I don't know if that's something that you would be interested in. But as I a used team, to be on a bowling team, yeah. No, you weren't. Yeah, yeah. I was until we realized that, unfortunately, with my commitment to sports – like other sports, I should say, um, we we like couldn't make enough of the actual events and all that. But for one year, I want to say I was like maybe a freshman. I was still playing football, baseball, basketball, and this guy came up and approached me and another buddy. He's like, <laughs> "You guys are pretty good. We've got a league. You guys should join it." We're like, "Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it sounds like a good oh, idea. We're competitive." And uh, and then we realized we could never make it. We couldn't find a fourth uh, teammate, and so we just got straight sevens for our teammate that we never end up having join our team. And so because of that, we were like almost in last place the entire time. We're like, screw this. Okay. Now, and, and are you doing all this sober? Yeah. I was a freshman in high school. Oh, I thought you were in college. No. Wait, hold on a second. You're a freshman in high school, you're on a bowling team? Who does yeah. that? Why are you just yeah. a meathead? Like, can't, can't How's you do that a meathead? Pro- uh, like, can't you do something productive like the rest of us and kick a hacky sack around and, like, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> like, you know, trying to, uh, you know, figure out, uh, you know, who's got who's got the longest armpit hair? Like, why do you have to go put bowl? You've already got enough sports going on. You're already being recruited by Notre Dame. you got to join a bowling team. What the hell is I mean, that? I wasn't being recruited then. But, no, I, we figured it would be a great path just to go down into the gutter, rip darts on the side. You know, start uh, developing some sort of habit of drinking alcohol. No, rip darts on the side. What? What do you? What does that even mean? I mean, here's what I will say. I never got my own bowling ball. I did buy a pair of shoes because I didn't want to just use those rented oh, shoes. Oh, yeah, they're great. Never had my own bowling ball. Yeah, listen, uh, I, had a, I had a bowling ball. I had a pair of shoes. Uh, they're right. great. They're comfortable. You seem like, like a bowling I, ball type of guy. Th- thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> this is Outkick the Coverage. We will be getting into a uh, conspiracy theory uh, from somebody in the world of sports. This is a juicy one here on FSR, so we'll have that for you here coming up in just a moment from now. Uh, Brady Quinn, I don't know if you know this or not, or you saw this, but uh, how about LeBron James announcing he's changing uh, his uniform number? He's going to be number six again. How about that? What yeah. was the What's the thought or theory behind that? I mean, isn't that tough on all his fans? They have to buy a, a Lakers six jersey? Well, I, I mean, I, I think, um, I mean, as, you know, evident by the fact that he left them all, uh, you know, standing out in the heat uh, at Blaze Pizza when he no-showed, I, I mean, I think it's pretty clear he doesn't care about his fans, uh, LeBron James. I mean. What about the fact that uh, Pat Riley, and, and I, I'm just, you know, throwing this out there because Pat Riley said, hey, we'd, we'd love and welcome uh, LeBron James back. I'd leave a, I think he said, I'd leave a key under the doormat 
if you wanted to come back to Miami. Hmm. I thought that was interesting. Like, why would Pat Riley say that? Like, I thought LeBron was happy in L.A. He wants to be with the Lakers. He's got a lot of stuff off the court going on. I know Lakers fans could never imagine him leaving, you know, the Lakers. No, 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 no. Not him. No, listen, he is a he is a one team guy. LeBron James doesn't go back and forth. He's not out uh, looking around for others. And it's definitely not all about him while the rest of these teams are in the postseason, which is why he would wait until after the playoffs to announce that he was changing his jersey number. Like, you know, like that, like that would, ne- he would never want, you know, to steer any of the attention away from these other teams that are playing over to himself, announcing that he's uh, switching jersey numbers. He would never do that. Yeah. Ne- that would never be his go to. I mean, it just uh, that that's who he is. He's just, you know, he would never try and do that. He's all about the team, uh, you know, and also all about uh, all about the fans. It's why he yeah. said, um, yeah. you know, before COVID, he, you know, he, if, uh, if fans were going to be in the arena, he wouldn't he refused to play. And then um, then there he was at the bubble. So it's just, it's just weird. <laughs> well, I, it's, it's just weird. It's, it's just a little it, weird. It did lead to a championship. Right. And, <laughs> and you know, granted, they didn't uh, they didn't have to have a playing game, which was he was, you know, 100% about. He loved the playing game last year. Then this year, oh, yeah, he, he didn't like it this year, right? Because yeah, they had to plan it. Is that what know, it was? It just, uh, you know, it's kind of, yeah, I mean, you know, three and a half championships. I mean, some people call four. I, mean, you know, I, would, I would go three and a half. Yeah. But again, can, can, again can did, we did the Celtics win in that bubble? Can I, mean, I ask listen, this three question? Three and a half. Though? Can I ask this question? Yes. Has the move for LeBron to the Lakers been good for LeBron or better for the Lakers? Uh, better for the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Him I mean, off it, it, the court, him off the court, the move to L.A. made all the sense in the world. Right. Yeah. Right. And maybe for his family and all those things that we're not privy to. But it's he's been there, what, three seasons now? He's, he's won one championship, and then mm-hmm. they haven't even made the finals in the other two, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, uh, I, 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 I don't – look – you call it one championship. I'm willing to round up to call it a championship if you really want to go there because I do I do put it at, you know, like a half. But I, I'm willing to round up because I don't want to confuse people. So I'll say he won a championship, but, you know, there's some, you know, some, some flaws with that title. Well, that's I your opinion. Think. That's not mine. I mean, it, I just, they're all playing you know. the bubble. They're all su- there's no home court <laughs> advantage. They're all subject to the same things yeah. they're going through. And, it, and it's in a year with COVID, which – was a tough year to to deal with but so so he gets a championship i'm just saying you know he had a streak going you know being a part of every nba finals for what nine years straight whatever yes. it was yes it's something crazy and that like was that. that was part of his legacy i just think he's he went out to the west and i think he's realized that it's a lot more competitive in the west than it was in the eastern conference well especially with with anthony davis and and his injury issues i mean like like i don't know i look whether whether he needs to do something and and they've talked about it, whether it's his off season program, whatever it is that he's doing, that he continues to have these issues. Uh, this is every single year Anthony Davis has an issue, and then and then he suffers an injury and comes back and suffers another one, and then he like it's just every year this is a problem. So at some point, uh, like, there's got to be something done differently. I mean, because this feels like yeah. maybe yeah, some I, of this. I, I, could I've be got avoided. the solution for you. Just bring yeah, in another that? superstar. Okay, bring in oh, another good. superstar. Go get Dame Lillard. Go there figure it out. How to bring in another superstar? Because that's ultimately what you're seeing. I mean, look at the Nets right now. Harding can't play. Durant, Irving, those guys can carry the torch for him um, and, and be able to make it through. Like that's almost where we're getting to now. I think in the NBA is if you don't have three, it's going to be hard to be able to compete with any of those other teams. Like I mean, the Suns right now are probably a case of a team that's just a really good team have caught fire so far. They obviously bowled out last night, crushed Denver, uh, beating the, beating your MVP. I, I know you know uh, Joe <laughs> had your vote, so. Um, I, I would love an MVP vote. I, I would love it because I, I would vote the I would vote the most obscure player in the league. I would have voted Scalabrini like f- five years in a row, and and just like somebody take it from me. I've earned this MVP vote. Somebody take it from me, and it would be the topic of conversation. Uh, but yeah, the the Suns look great, uh, awesome, uh, good for the Suns. I think everybody's rooting for Chris Paul. Um, you know, miraculous return from that uh, devastating uh, shoulder injury that he was dealing with. Uh, still not quite sure what happened there, but uh, but again, you know the uh, the NBA playoffs, Brady Quinn, they are off and running. Uh, now, um, are you up for a conspiracy theory? Always am, man. Okay. Always right. am. 
Uh, Brady Quinn, so we talked about the Major League Baseball sticky scandal, the uh, the substances that was a spider tack that they're using uh, to increase spin rate on balls. MLB is investigating it. There could be a 10-game suspen- suspension that comes along with it. So Major League Baseball has opened up this investigation, and they are looking to catch pitchers who are using this sticky substance. And so you would think – well, the batters have got to feel happy about this. I mean, the fact that you're going to even the playing field. And then all of a sudden, Pete Alonzo of the New York Mets decided, you know what? I have a couple of thoughts on this. And uh, he decided to fire away I, what I would consider a little bit of a conspiracy theory unless he knows something that we don't. Here was the Mets first baseman. Oh, absolutely not. I I don't think so. Because for me, I think that since the start of the game, pitchers have been using substances. I mean, there's a bag of rosin behind the mound right now to help guys dry their hands and get grip. For me, I think whether they're using pine tar rosin, bullfrog or sunscreen and rosin or whatever they want to use to help control the ball, let them use it. Because for me, it's like I go in the box every single day and I see guys throwing harder and harder every day. And I don't want 99 slipping out of someone's hand because they didn't have enough feel for it. I don't think so, because for me, I think that since the start of the game, pitchers have been using substances. I mean, there's a bag of rosin behind the mound right now to help guys dry their hands and get grip. For me, I think whether they're using pine tar rosin, bullfrog or sunscreen and rosin or whatever they want to use to help control the ball, let them use it. I think that the biggest concern is that Major League Baseball manipulates the baseballs year in and year out, depending on the free agency class or guys being in an advanced part of their arbitration. So I do think that's a big issue. The ball being different every single year with other sports, the ball is the same like basketball, football, tennis, golf, like balls the same. So I think that that's the, that's the real issue with the changing of the baseballs. And maybe if they didn't, the league didn't change the baseball pitchers wouldn't need to use as much sticky stuff because for guys that feel the ball and throw the ball every single day and for it to change every single year, it's not fair to the people who are using it every single day and throwing it. I wouldn't care because on our on deck bag, we have pine tar rag, a pine tar stick, like a special sticky spray, rosin. I mean, you name it, we have it. I mean, I wouldn't care if they had that behind the mound to help hold on to the ball. So Pete Alonzo is assuming that baseball changes the their product on the field, their baseballs that are used on the field based on what free agent class is coming up. Right. That is a wild allegation. Like that it's, is a. I mean, it's, it, it, it's interesting. Now I did <laughs> I did jump down. I did jump down this wormhole. So there's some things to know about how the baseballs are handled in Major League Baseball. Okay, um, so they're actually manufactured. Or there's a Rawlings factory in Costa Rica. All right, that's where the balls are hand sewn <laughs> by workers down there. And and look. Obviously, if anything's done by man, not by a machine, and even with a machine, there could be potentially a deviation in the product, right? So their baseballs, essentially, and there's the bounciness of the ball, you know, that's something that it really isn't supposed to fluctuate much. But in in looking through this article that was actually posted on Major League Baseball or MLB.com, this is back in February of this year. They talked about how the baseballs back in 2019, when they set a home run record, it was what, 6,776 home runs were hit in 2019. What they found after they hired a committee of scientists that were commissioned by Major League Baseball was there was less drag on the baseball, meaning they were able to fly cut through the air easier, right? They're more aerodynamic. (laughs) And it's because of the inconsistencies in the seam height. Okay, So what did Major League Baseball do then to counter that? Obviously, they went back to the facility. They changed the way in which um, the the seams and the balls, how they were wrapped, how tight they were. And to Pete Alonso's point, I don't know if there's any connection to the free agent classes. (laughs) But I do think he's touching on something that is important to note. That it is a little bit contradicting for Major League Baseball to come out and try to jump on all these pitchers for really doing what they feel like is the best interest of not only their performance, but player safety. Like, we just saw a guy get hit in the face 
with a baseball, and we saw how that worked out. And I don't know about you, but I do think there's a fair conversation for as much as this may be helping the pitchers to a degree, also the way the baseballs are made may play as big of a factor, if anything, as to how many home runs you know, uh, or, or how many strikeouts there are in regards to the seams, the way the ball is wound and how tight the ball is, how much bounciness it has to it. All those things are being manipulated on a year-to-year basis. So I think Major League Baseball actually is kind of almost digging their own grave by investigating something that, A, has gone on probably forever to some degree, but B, is largely attributed to them having to change the balls all the time. I mean, it, think it, about that for a second. It, it, it's it, They admitted back when there was a home run derby at Fenway Park and Mark McGuire was a part of it. And baseball admitted after the fact that they doctored the baseball so they would fly farther and they would put on a better show. Well, who's to say they wouldn't do that in a regular season game? And and to your point on on the hypocrisy of all this, they try and come out after the fact and say, oh, my God, we care about PEDs and the scandal in Major League Baseball. You mean to tell me nobody knew something was up back when it was happening? Nobody nobody knew something was up and just said, hey, hey, hey let, let's let McGuire and Sosa go through all this. And then after the fact, you know, then we'll do the investigation here. Of course they did. It's why the Cubs are hypocrites for their treatment of Sammy Sosa after the fact. If he comes clean on his steroid use, man, shut up. You guys made millions upon millions of dollars on the back of Sammy Sosa who was taking the gas and you knew it and so did everybody else so the idea that baseball is going to come back after the fact and go oh we got it all cleaned up guys they've been they've admitted they've doctored baseballs and and to Pete Alonso's point there, there is inconsistencies with all that like has football ever changed the football, like, like, I mean, did you ever notice a difference from year one in college football between uh, to year four at Notre Dame or year one to year eight in the NFL? Like, well, I don't, I don't... they, they, they technically have. <laughs> so, well, okay, well, that uh, kills look, look, my look, argument. Damn it! Right. Well, it, it, technically, in college football, this is what happens. Obviously, there's there's a bunch of different uh, footballs that you could potentially use, uh, different brands. That's not the case in Major League Baseball, the NFL. Right, they have a Wilson football. That's what they use. Uh, you know, you could use different types of football. Now they have to fall within the confines of a certain amount of air pressure, and they obviously have to fit the, a certain shape. But there's Nike balls, there's Wilson balls, there, there's all types. There's Adidas balls. Uh, I remember when I was first introduced to two types of, of footballs. When I believe I might have been going into my senior year, but the footballs had this extra tacker grip on the laces. And then I was provided with another football that was deemed acceptable for NCAA football that had even the stripes had additional grip to them. So the laces and the stripes, which this was different than anything else I'd ever played with before. Usually it's a football. Those stripes are painted on. You've got laces. And yes, if it's not broken in the right way like that, the paint could become slick. The laces could become worn down and slick. Um, or they could be flatter instead of more pronounced. So you don't have as good of a grip. But these these new footballs with this enhanced grip to them, I mean, you felt like that thing was almost impossible to lose track of. My lover and, balls, and, right? <laughs> and, and especially the ones on, on the actual the stripes. So in college, they have a little bit more leeway. In the NFL, the only thing they've done is they allowed at one point, you know, you could present a bunch of game balls to the officials. And then they determine which ones are good, which ones aren't. They take them, you know, they're gone. But you, have, you can work them, you know, you, you can break them in before the game. There used to be a time where you didn't get the chance to do that. They would present you the footballs like two hours before the game, and you'd be spending half your pregame just trying to break those things in because they were so slick. Hence the Tony Romo, what was that, the field goal or PAT attempt? Uh, oh, God, it was in Seattle. Was I think it was Seattle, a PAT. Yeah. I think it was a PAT attempt. And, and, yeah. and, he, and, he, and he admitted, he said, look, when I got the ball, it was slick. And, like, a lot of times that happens, you know, because they didn't have at that point in time enough time to break those things in. They come out of the box with this film on them. They're red. Like, it actually, when you start to break them in, and if you use any water, you'll get, like, a red dye on your hands. And so – you know, that's been something that has changed over the course of time with the NFL, but not, not like this. I mean, that's not going to have as big of an impact like changing the, the bounciness or the tightness 
or the pronounced seams of a baseball year in and year out. I think I think Major League Baseball is is they're looking pretty hypocritical right now for them essentially, you know, getting on pitchers for doing what they should have more control over in regards to players' preferences for the baseball. Because ultimately, it really does become a player safety issue if pitchers are having a hard time getting a grip and more guys are being pegged with a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Now, to his... Uh, All right, and here come the special balls. Okay, here is... Uh, uh, yeah, here, right. here is the... Here's, here's the part of this that, that is uh, going to be hilarious. Um, so Jose Canseco, when he came out well before... Any of the PED stuff came out and started calling out guys and said, this guy's on the gas, that guy's on the gas, I was with the Rangers, this is how this goes. He ended up being right. Everyone called him a, a nut job, a conspiracy theorist, all that stuff. Jose Canseco ended up being right. Now, you know, he, he also, you know, uh, you know believes in uh, Bigfoot and some of the other stuff. We, we, we don't have time for that today. But Pete Alonso is saying that they change the baseballs based on the free agent class coming up. So um, back in uh, 2019, he said there was, you know, uh, free agent pitchers coming up, huge, huge class of free agent pitchers. And that's when the juice balls came out in essence, making their numbers worse, meaning they can't get as much money as they could have. If they were playing with these currents of balls that were giving them the ability to have better numbers. And now he's saying, well, now the balls are, 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 are slicked up and it's harder for batters and there's a big crop of free agent hitters that are coming up if that ends up being true and baseball is manipulating the field of play so that they could have uh, so that teams around baseball can get better deals on free agents coming up do you know the can of worms that that would open up that big old can that's a big old can like that that is so bad and if it turns i hope that it's true and i don't mean that to, to, to for players out there i'm sorry that you're going through this but i got to think about us for what we do that would be glorious it's not true Th- peter Alonso is just an idiot th- th- that would be glorious <laughs> if that was true uh, again that is and take, roberto, up the on, and take up the grounds on his team so yeah he just wants that, to use whatever that he is, wants that is that is a roberto flores that is not yeah. brady quinn or myself if that's true all right, everyone thought Jose Canseco was insane. If it turns out that that's true, we have got ourselves a bonanza. Rubbing them, to me, those balls are perfect. <laughs> yeah, why is Roberto so bad yeah, out of shape about the, the Mets? Mets? They're not going to do anything. Was, is it uh, Daniel Murphy? Uh, is it like a whore uh, having bad nightmares no, about Daniel no. Murphy or what? No, no. What's going on? I mean, come on. Just speaking the truth here. All right. Uh, well, listen. Maybe Pete Alonso is. I don't know. Uh, I just uh, I love every bit of this. I think it's I think it's hysterical that baseball finds himself in this spot. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. This is I'll kick the coverage here on FSR. Coming up next. Uh, if your team struggles at the quarterback position, there is a franchise you will not like very much in a couple of months. We'll tell you who that is here on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.